Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorabrei Ram Goldar and Tehim Rosecha Sukkah Daf Chav The second parak Hayashen Tachos Amita. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Daf Chav Gimel Amad Alpha. Bryce was brought the taught. The Rebbe Meir holds that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. Abai said the Rebbe Meir's reason for disqualifying an animal is that it might die, whereas Rebbe Zera said his reason is that it might run away. The Gemara points out here that the implication is that Midaraisa Mechitz Ma'alyehi. But the rice on the animal is a valid partition, and it's the rabbanon that where it goes to that should not be used. Now, if this is so, then according to Rabbi Meir, to Tami Mimshim Golo, an animal should become Tame if it was being used as a tomb covering. But it was taught in a mission that Rabbi Meir holds that such an animal is tower. The rabbanon can be more machmir when the Torah is more makel, but they can't be more makel when the Torah is machmir. The Gemara concedes this and therefore disproves Abai and Rabbi Zera's reasons and presents Rav Akhabayaka's pshat that Rabbi Meir holds any mechitza that stands erect because of breath is not a kosh mechitza. Others say, the Rebbe Yaakov said that Rebbe holds any mechitza that's not made by man is not a mechitza. The nafkamina between the two is where he propped up a wall with a node tapuach, an inflated wineskin. Point number two, the Gemara brought a bright son daf chav gimel amad regarding what may not be done with live animals and concluded that Rebbe Yossi Aglili taught, af en kosmin lav nashim, one may also not write a get on them. On our daf, the Gemara explains that Rabbi Yosef Gli learns from Vakas of La, and one writes for her, that one may write a get on any type of writing surface, not just parchment. The word safer teaches that it must be written on something similar to a safer, not food, or living things. The Gemara explains that the Rabbanan who argue with Rabbi Yosef Galili and hold that one may write a get on an animal learn that the word safer teaches that a get should be a narration of words that convey that he's divorcing her. Rashi explains that the word safer is not referring to the cloth, the writing surface, but rather the formula of severance that the husband is communicating within the get. Therefore, the Torah is not putting a limitation on any writing surface, and animals can be used as well. And point number three, the next Mishnah states, if one makes a sukkah among the trees, with the trees serving as walls for it, it is kosher. The Gemara questions Rav Akhubi Yaakov who said, any mechitza that cannot withstand a normal wind is not a kosher mechitza. According to Rav Achabar Yaakov, the sukkah that uses trees as walls should not be kosher since they sway to and fro from the wind. The Gemara defends Rav Achabar Yaakov's ruling, clarifying that the mission is discussing a case where the trunk is stiff and the branches do not sway because they were braided with palm branches and bay trees. It was still necessary for the Mishnah to teach that trees may be used as sukkah walls, for one might have thought that we should be goes to the trees should be puzzle as walls, lest one come to use the tree on Yantav. So once again, the three points are number one. On Daf Chav Gimel Amad Alpha, Bryce was brought the taught that Reb Meir holds that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. Abai said that Reb Meir's reason for disqualifying an animal is that it might die, whereas Rabbi Zerah said that his reason is that it might run away. The Gemara points out here that the implication is that Midaraisa Mechitza Ma'alyehi. Midaraisa, an animal, is a valid partition, and it's the rabbanon that where it goes to that it should not be used. Now, if this is so, then according to Reb Meir, to Tami Mushum Golo, an animal should become Tame if it was being used as a tomb covering. But it was taught in the Mishnah that Rebbe holds that such an animal is tower. The Rabbanic can be more machmir when the Torah is more makel, but they can't be more makel when the Torah is machmir. The Gemara concedes this and therefore disproves Abai and Rebbe Zer's reasons and presents Rebbe Achabar Yaakov's pshat. The Rebbe holds, Any machitza that stands erect because of breath is not a kosh machitza. Others say the Rebbe Achabar Yaakov said the Rebbe holds, any mechitza that's not made by man is not a mechitza. The nafkamina between the two is where he propped up a wall with a note tapuach, an inflated wineskin. Point number two, the Gemara brought a bryce on daf chav gimel amanov regarding what may not be done with live animals, and concluded that Rabbi Yossi Galili taught af en kosmilav gite nashim. 
one may also not write a get on them. On our dove, the Gemara explains that Rabbi Yosef Galili learns from Vakas of Law, and one writes for her, that one may write the get on any type of writing surface, not just parchment. The word safer teaches that it must be written on something similar to a safer, not food or living things. The Gemara explains that the Rabbanan who argue with Rabbi Yosef Galili and hold that one may write a get on an animal learn that the word safer teaches that a get should be a narration of words that convey that he's divorcing her. Rashi explains that the word safer is not referring to the klaf, the writing surface, but rather the formula of severance that the husband is communicating within the get. Therefore, the Torah is not putting out a limitation on any writing surface and animals can be used as well. And point number three, the next mission of states, if one makes a sook among the trees, with the trees serving as walls for it, it's kosher. The Gemara questions Rabbi Akhbar Yaakov who said, Any mechitza that cannot withstand a normal wind is not a kosher mechitza. According to Rabbi Akhbar Yaakov, the sukkah that uses trees as walls should not be kosher since they sway to and fro from the wind. The Gemara defends Rabbi Akhbar Yaakov's ruling, clarifying that the Mishnah is discussing a case where the trunk is stiff and the branches do not sway because they were braided with palm branches and bay trees. It was still necessary for the Mishnah to teach that trees may be used as sickle walls, for one might have thought that we should be gozer, that trees should be puzzle as walls, lest one come to use the tree on Yantav. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dav Chav Dalet, and our standard simon is a cud, a pitcher, a pitcher. So here goes. When the inflatable pitcher of air uses a sukkah wall, popped when the cow with a get ridden all over it, bit into it, it flew into the tree serving as walls for the neighbor's sukkah. Once again, it's a motion. When the inflatable pitcher of air, pitcher, that must be on Dav Chav Dalet. When the inflatable pitcher of air uses a sukkah wall, which reminds us on Daf Chav Gimel Amadav, a price was brought, that taught the Rebbe holds that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. After Abayin Rebbe Zera's explanations for Rebbe are disproved, the Gemara presents Rebbe Akhbar Yaakov's pshat. The Rebbe holds a kol mechitza, shomeres baruch, in a mechitza, any mechitza that stands erect because of breath is not a kosher mechitza. Others say the Rav Akhbar Yaakov said the Rav Meir holds any mechitza that's not made by man is not a mechitza. The nafka meaning between the two is where he propped up a wall with a note tapuach, an inflated wineskin. So when the inflatable pitcher of air uses a sukkah wall, popped when the cow with a get ridden all over it, bit into it, which reminds us that we learned Rabbi Yosef Gulli holds that one may not write a get on an animal. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Yosef Gulli learns from a katsavla, and one writes for her that one might write a get on any type of writing service, not just parchment. The word safer teaches that it must be written on something similar to a safer, not food or living things. The Gemara explains that the Rabban who argue with Rabbi Yosef Gulli and hold that one may write a get on an animal learn that the word safer teaches that a get should be a narration of words that conveyed that he's divorcing her. Rush explains that the word safer is not referring to the cloth, the writing surface, but rather the formula of severance that the husband is communicating within the get. Therefore, the Torah is not putting a limitation on any writing surface, and animals can be used as well. So when the inflatable picture of Eric uses a sukkah wall, popped when the cow with a get ridden all over it bit into it, it flew into the tree serving as walls for the neighbor's sukkah. Which reminds me, the next mission states, if one makes a sukkah among the trees, with the trees serving as walls for it, it's kosher. The more questions Rav Akhav Yaakov said that any mechitza that cannot withstand a normal wind is not a kosher mechitza. According to Rav Akhav Yaakov, the sukkah that uses trees as walls should not be kosher since they sway to and fro from the wind. The Gemara defends Rav Akhav Yaakov's ruling, clarifying that the mission is discussing a case where the trunk is stiff and the branches do not sway because they are braided with palm branches and bay trees. It's still necessary for the mission to teach that trees may be used as sukkah walls, for one might have thought we should be ghosts that trees should be possible as walls, lest one come to use the tree on Yantav.
So once again, when the inflatable picture of air used as a sukkah wall popped when the cow with a get ridden all over it bit into it, it flew into the trees serving as walls for the neighbor's sukkah. All right, now it's time for a four block back chazara. Daf Kaf, so the summer Daf Kaf is a cafe. So here goes. The leather bag cafe, cafe, that must be more in Daf Kaf. The leather bag cafe, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a mission in the 80s that taught, Koa Chotzoa's metamin to my mace, Divi Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Dosa says that all Chotzoa's are makabal to mace, and the Chamim are understood to say they are also makabal to midras. Chotzoa's are defined as leather bags. Rashi explains that shepherds use them for pillows when they lie down to rest. Rabbi Dosa holds that since this is not their primary use, and shepherds are not encouraged to lie down on the job, they're not Makabotimus Midras. Reish Lakish says they're Makasolas Mamish, real mat. So, the leather bag cafe, where guests occasionally sat on mats to regal and forgotten Torah from the newly arrived sages from Bavel, which reminds us of how Reish Lakish recalled Rebekhiya and his son's Pshat in the Machos between Ridosa and the Chami by first mentioning three times the Torah was forgotten and was retaught by those that came from Babel. The first one by Ezra Sofer, then Hillel Azakain, and then Rebekhiya and his sons. And Rebekhiya and his sons said that Ridosa and the Chami are arguing over mats that most people do not designate for sitting on. Rebidosa holds that they are not Makamu Tumas Midras, and the Chamim hold that since some people occasionally sit on them, they are Makabu Tumas Midras. So, the Leatherback Cafe, where guests occasionally sit on mats to relearn forgotten Torah from the newly arrived sages from Bavel, organized beds in their sukkah restaurant on sukkos for really tired guests to sleep under. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the second barrack states, Hayashin Takaza Mitaba Sukkul Yatsi De Chavasa, one who sleeps under the bed in a sukkah has not fulfilled his chiyuv to dwell in a sukkah. Rashi explains that the bed serves as an independent oil and is a barrier between him and the sukkah. Rabbi Yudah said, It was our practice that we would sleep under the bed in the sukkah in the presence of the zakanim, and they didn't say a word in protest. The Gemara will explain that according to Rabbi Yehuda, the bed is considered an ohel rai, a temporary dwelling. A temporary shelter doesn't supersede the permanent shelter of the sukkah. Davchafov, so the simmer Davchafov is a car, pronounced ka, by people from Boston. So here goes. The kids in the ka, ka, that must be more Davchafov. The kids in the ka, taking a tour through the Tower Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed ohels, burrowed by weasels, which reminds Rebuta learns that ko ohel, she'en asubide adam, ain't a ohel. Any ohel that's not made by man is not an ohel with regard to tuma from a gazer shava, Based on the word ohel, just as the ohel in the case of the Mishkan refers to an ohel made by man, so to here in the case of Tuma, the term ohel refers to a shelter made by man. The Rabbanan who dispute rebuke and ruled that even a naturally formed oil, such as one burled by a weasel, transmit Tuma, they learn it from the repetitive expressions of ohel, ohel, written in the context of Tuma, that it comes to include the law of Tuma, even by a naturally formed ohel. So the kids in the Ka, taking a tour through the Tahor Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed ohels, burled by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream. Which reminds us, the more questions whether Rabbi Yehuda indeed holds that ko'ohel she'ino subede adam eno'ohel, citing a mission from Par about the children raised in purity, so they eventually could draw water for the ikon involved in the paraduma. The Tanakhama holds they rode on top of doors that were on top of oxen as they went down to the stream so they could not become tamim. And Rabbi Yehuda said, They would not bring down doors, but rather wide-bellied oxen. It was these oxen that shielded the children from any tumors. We see from here that Rabbi Yehuda rules that the naturally formed ohel by the oxen's back constitutes an ohel. When Rabbi Dimi came from Eretz Israel, he said in the Imre Lazar, Rabbi Yehuda agrees in the case of a naturally formed ohel that is large as a fist that it is deemed an ohel. So the kids in the Ka taking a tour through the Tahor Safari Park 
who were on the lookout for naturally formed oils burrowed by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream, being led by two Tamil Chokamim involved in casual. Which reminds the Gemara as Menayin Shafil Sichas Tamil Chokamim Srikhalimud, from where we know that even the casual conversation of Tamil Chokamim requires study, for it is stated, and whose leaves do not wither. Leaves are the lightest part of the tree, representing a Tamil Chokamim's casual speech, and they do not wither, but endure. Davchabes, so the Simr Davchabes is a cab. So here goes. When the cab, cab, that must be more Dav Chabes. When the cab crashed into the Sukkum Muduvelas with the staggered schach, which reminds us, the next mission states, Sukkum Muduvelas v'shesilas merubah mechamasa kasher sukkah. That is Muduvelas and whose shade exceeds its light. It's kosher. Rav said that it's a sukkah ania. It means a meager sukkah, one that's covered with a thin layer of schach with many gaps between the various reeds, but no gap is three tefachim wide. Shmuel said the mission refers to a sukkah whose schach is arranged so that one reed is up and one reed is down. And because of this arrangement, the sukkah is more sunlit than shaded. The mission is coming to teach that the sukkah is nonetheless kosher since the sukkah would be more shaded than sunlit if all the schach were on the same level. So when the cab crashed into the sukkah of Muduvrelis with the staggered schach, the upper reeds that were a tefach thick collapsed in between the lower reeds, which reminds us, regarding Shmuel's understanding that the sukkah of is a sukkah with staggered schach, Abai said that the sukkah is only kosher when there isn't a gap of three tefachim between the upper and lower schach. But if there's a gap of three tefachim, the sukkah is puzzle, for the two levels of schach cannot be viewed as joined together. Rava said that three tefachim of open space is kosher if the reeds of the upper level are tefach wide, the amrin chaburami. For then we say, lower and cast the upper reed upon the space below. Rava asserts that the chavur only applies if the covering is at least a tefach wide, in which case the covering is wide enough to constitute an oil in its own right. So when the cab crashed into the sukkah muduvrelis with the staggered schach, the upper reeds that were a tefach thick collapsed in between the lower reeds, making the sukkah dark like a house. Which reminds us that the Mishnah stated, that is thickly covered like a house, even though the stars cannot be seen from inside it, is kosher, but it was taught in a brisa. If the schach is so thick that even the rays of the sun cannot be seen from inside the sukkah, Beishamai puzzles the sukkah and Beishamai's makshir. Rashi explains that according to Beishamai, a sukkah with such thick schach is not like a sukkah at all. It's rather like a house, which is certainly puzzle for the mitzvah. Dav chav So the similar chav is kugulach. So here goes. When the Kugelach Championship, Kugelach Championship, that must be one of Chav Gimel. When the Kugelach Championship taking place in the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, which reminds the Gemara says the town of the Mishnah that a sukkah on top of an agala, or Sfina's kosher, is Rabbi Kiva, who argues with Rabbi Gamliel. A Bryce relates Rabbi Kiva built a sukkah on a ship, and the next day it blew over, and Rabbi Gamliel asked him rhetorically, Akiva, where's your sukkah now? Abai said that Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Kiva disagree where it's possible for the sukkah to withstand a usual land wind, but cannot withstand an unusual land wind, which Rashi says is the equivalent of a usual sea wind. From Gamliel holds, sukkah's dearest kevabainan, a sukkah needs to be a fixed dwelling and must be able to withstand a normal sea wind. Rabbi Kiva holds that sukkah's dearest arayba'inan, and since it can withstand a normal land wind, it's kosher. So when the Kuglach championship taking place in the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, the kids were transporting sukkahs on top of camels, which reminds the Gmoran Arkdav says that the Tana of the mission that states that a sukkah on top of a camel is kosher is Rabbi Meir, who argues with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that we derive from Chagah Sukkos Tatsol Choshivas Yamin, the festival sukkahs you shall make for yourself for seven days, sukkah rui goshiva shma sukkah, that a sukkah that is fit for use for all seven days is deemed a kosher sukkah. But if it cannot be used for all seven days, it is not deemed a sukkah. Since a sukkah on top of an animal may not be used on the first day of sukkahs, which is yantav because of the rabban against mounting an animal on yantav, it's disqualified from the mitzvah altogether. 
Reb Meir holds the sukkah is fit with the rice for all seven days, and it's only that the Rabbanan that decreed against it. So when the Kuluch championship taking place on the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, the kids were transporting sukkahs on top of camels to a sukkah that had a dead animal held up by cords as one of its walls. Which reminds the Gemara brings a bryson which Reb Meir rules that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. The Gemara asks what Reb Meir's reason is, and Abai said Shema Tamuz, and Rabbi Zera said Shema Tibrach, maybe it'll run away. The Gemara asks according to Abai, what concern is there that the animal might die if it's held up by cords from above, preventing it from collapsing? The Gemara answers that there are times that one stands an animal so that its top reaches to less than three tefachim from the schach, in a sukkah that's only ten tefachim high, and once it dies, it shrinks slightly so the top is three tefachim or more from the schach, and it will not be on his mind to repair the defective wall since it's not noticeably defective. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.